When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. She, I mean, she wasn't hooking up at the 7-Eleven. I, I believe it was in his car. If She's, you want a 7-Eleven hot dog, chili slams. <laughs> buy you a pack of Newports. You got protection in there. You, you get bet. some horny goat pills, the yeah. gas station boner pills. You got it all. Tobacco. Booze. Plan B. Plan- <laughs> Do they I don't think so. They <laughs> should. But it's the bootleg stuff, so it's like plan C. Dave and Mahoney. I mean, I don't know if we are just pricks, Dave. First off, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Dave, Dave and Mahoney. One of my friends is going through COVID right now. Dude, Please tell me he can still taste the cheese. He cannot. Oh, and God. So what's worse, losing <laughs> the ability to taste cheese or your penis? What do you mean? Losing the ability to taste your penis? No. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you have to go, well, you know. I mean, I'm honestly kind of enjoying cheese more regularly. (laughs) And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us on this Thursday. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Audrey? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Uh, This is some bad news for the individual that this guy broke up with. He is an Illinois man, and he experienced what he calls a bit of a reversal of fortune on Valentine's Day when he won a million-dollar jackpot just three days after breaking up with his girlfriend. And I think, from at least the way the story was written, I don't know all the details, obviously, uh, he got dumped. We've heard this similar story before. And I'm wondering if, so was the, did you say this is lottery? This is a lottery, yeah, million Okay, dollars. do you remember the the story of a guy who was playing, um, it was like the slots in Vegas. No, so this. And this, she was tapping, or was this a buddy of yours? This is the guy that I know. So he works, oh, he yeah. works for, for VEASAN, that sports betting company, mm-hmm. does the morning show for them. And uh, his girlfriend at the time, you know, I guess they were pretty serious. And like she was, you know, interested in getting married and everything else. And was playing Mega Bucks and won like the fifteen million dollar slot hit. But like it was his money, and she was tapping it for but him, sort the way of thing. That the, the rules work: whoever's pushing the button is technically making the bet, which is why we've seen some people have jackpots revoked because they've made the mistake of having somebody that's underage, like pushing the button for them. You know, like their kid or whatever oh. wants to push the button while they're. And of course, that's not supposed to be happening to begin with. But in this case. It was, you know, supposedly his money, like he'd given her the $100. She was pushing the bet, hit the $15 million, and then dumped him. And dumped him yeah. after getting $15 million. What a douche. Out. So then in this case, same, same, but different. She broke up with she him. He with buys him. a scratcher. Three days later, boom, wins a million dollars. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, there's no uh, better healer of a heartbreak than a million. <laughs> that sure does make things better. You're no sitting there kidding. going, boy, I'm all down in the dumps because, you know, Valentine's Day this week and everything else. Oh, wait, I guess it's okay. Now I'm a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Some uh, some good news today as well. Turns out uh, we do not have to crucify Travis Kelsey after all. He is not really a terrible elder abuser. Uh, he just let the emotions get the best of him in a situation. He actually came out 
on his podcast. And I give him respect for this because you know, he could have just been like, no, nah, like what happened out there? I'm just going to leave that between Andy Reid and I. Uh, he came out and said it was unacceptable what he did. You know, he's like, I let my emotions get the best of me. I was frustrated in that situation. He just wanted to be in the game. Yeah. He's not actually like, you know, violent towards people that he cares about. He probably just, he said he made a mistake of, of bumping him, you know, yeah. and, he, and he shouldn't have done that. And Andy Reid stumbled a little bit, which probably added to the fact that, you know, it looked like Travis was like, you know, chest bumping him. Yeah. When really it was probably a, l- a little less than that. And they were partying together after the game. And, and again, he, he probably didn't have to say anything. I'm glad he did. Makes me respect Travis Kelsey even more. I think that we just look at Andy Reid and just think that he is this old person because I made a joke of elder abuse before, you know, and I'm sure this is not Andy Reid's first time getting just testosterone up by a player. Uh, you know, he's surrounded by very testosterone-filled men, him being one of them himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the middle of the game. And he, he handles it really well. He's like, a coach. He, I yes. mean, like, literally, he's been coaching his probably close to two lifetimes now. If he hadn't gotten inadvertently bumped a little bit, nobody would have thought anything of it because Andy Reid has this amazing ability when one of his players is melting down, he just does the the walrus. He'll just sit there and just not pay attention to them and focus on the task at hand. Uh, But again, Travis Kelsey coming out saying that, I think it was the right thing to do and uh, him and Andy Reid are doing just fine. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we talk a lot, Audrey, about how expensive housing is, whether you're renting, whether you're trying to buy, and man, it has gotten so out of control in so many places that when I saw this story yesterday about Nicolas Cage, and to be fair, maybe I'm a little bit biased here because I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan. Uh, You know, we used to, for those that don't know, me and Nicolas Cage used to be gym buddies. Besties. Used to uh, go to the same gym, and like I would see him walking out of the locker room as I was walking in, and I'd give him a head nod, and he would ignore me. Um, <laughs> but you know, say. I felt I felt like there was a connection there. <laughs> you know, like I felt like you know, I'd so be like, "What's up, Nick?" And he'd be like, "Just act like I didn't exist." But I felt like he was just sort of playing hard to get, you know, because yeah. Yeah, he loves he me so much. He saw you. He yeah, nodded he, in his mind. He, he knew. Uh, but I used to love just going to the gym and, you know, kind of creepily watching while he was reading a script on an elliptical, which is real life. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I'm like, Nicholas Cage, I'm, I'm like, what, what What? What? movie is he Pig. reading right now? It might have been Pig. It might have been Pig. I could have been there for that. Isn't wow. that crazy? That crazy? You were there for the in, the, the, the conception of yes, Pig. I was, I was there while it was being <laughs> formed in his mind. Give me back my Pig. I need my Pig. Uh, where's my Pig? He was just practicing <laughs> on the treadmill. And then from time to time, like, he would... He would have a phone call, Nicholas Cage would, and he would be like kind of walking around having a heated discussion with somebody that I always imagined like was his agent, yeah. you know, and he like he negotiating the big multi-million dollar deal. He was probably just arguing with his girlfriend or something. What, what, what in my mind? Now you know? wife? Yeah, and the now wife? <laughs> a lot of things have happened. Nicholas Cage is an interesting guy. If you've never read the story about like the things that he had to sell off whenever he was going through some financial troubles, uh, Nicholas Cage spends money like I've always fantasized spending Nicolas money. Nicolas Cage spends money like I do. You're like, you're like, what do you mean he has to sell off his medieval castle that he bought with his T-Rex skull in it? That is awesome. Like, he's actually Dracula. This is so cool. Uh, but Nicolas Cage is having one of his former mansions sold, and this is why it struck me as a bargain. And again, maybe it's because I'm a little bit biased here. Is it here, in Louisiana? No, so this one's in San Francisco, Oh. And it's in the Pacific Heights area, which is a very nice part of San Francisco. And it's listed for $3.5 million. In San Francisco? Right? Doesn't that seem cheap? 
I mean, what is it like in the Tenderloin? <laughs> no, no, it's in Pacific Heights, which is really nice. Now, now there was a fire that caused some damage back in 2020. Interesting. But it's it's 6,900 square feet, has five bedrooms, six and a half bathrooms. It's currently undergoing renovations with some of the mansions still under construction. Uh, it's still estimated it's like six to nine months out to being completed. But the house has, you know, like 12 foot ceilings and huge windows wow. and stained glass and a spacious family room and Again, the renovations can be tailored to the buyer's specifications. I mean, he bought the home in 1998 and sold it seven years later for $3 million. But the fact that it's $3.5 million for the same house that was selling for about that amount in 1998 wow. is pretty wild to Like, me. there's no added value to the home? I know, right? From 98? It just, it, it's does, like the one house in America that has not quintupled in value since Does Nicolas Cage know how the housing market works? <laughs> Maybe Nic- you need to like get a, like a better like appraiser. Yeah, like, hey, Nick, I think I know why you went broke, buddy. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Why is everything that's so healthy for you so delicious? Example, chili cheese tater tots. Message deleted. Yeah, isn't that just cruel? Like, I mean, the way that everything that we want to consume, I mean, I don't know if that's just part of our monkey brains, but, you know, why can't broccoli taste like cheddar cheese? You know, why (laughs) why do we need to put cheddar cheese on broccoli to make it even edible? Well, that's just because we've trained our brains and bodies to think that one, well, it's... Evolution, man. Like we were supposed to be like consuming fats for storage because we were going to only hunt a bison. Fats are supposed to be good until we all just stop moving and. This is like our reserves, (laughs) yeah. But now we just have fat on on site. You know, like I can drive and literally consume fat in one single second. Yeah, and our brains are hardwired to like love that because we thought we were never going to get that again because we were hunters. That's the problem is that we're too smart because along the way, like our bodies, you know, the way that, that humans have evolved over however many years, they didn't they didn't plan for someone to be like, y'all, I just figured out how to make ranch dressing. Dude, <laughs> I've got stuff to make ranch dressing at my house, at home, restaurant style right now, and you're, I cannot wait. You're going to home make ranch oh, yeah. dressing? Oh, oh that's yeah. a move. So yeah. as, uh, as somebody that used to work at uh, a fine, high-class, uh, you know, high five-star, Michelin-star uh, restaurant, Outback Steakhouse. Oh, for sure. Um, we used to make our own ranch dressing from mm, scratch. Nothing I will better. Say, scratch made ranch dressing. Ooh, nothing buddy. better, man. Oh. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, my brain, my monkey brain over uh-huh. here is like, yeah, broccoli is going to be good Once with I ranch. Dunk it in ranch. <laughs> yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. What is the best kind of ice? The crushed, cubed, or that circle kind, you know, with the hole in it? Message deleted. I will say the uh, the circle kind with the hole in it. I think technically, uh, whenever I have that, like we're dating. Like there's there's stuff happening that is intimate. But the, uh, the, the, the crushed ice, like the sonic ice, mm-hmm. that's the best. I am anti-ice. What did you say? I do not like ice. What? I would prefer no ice, especially if I'm going through, again, fast food, and it's already coming out cold. Don't give me ice. No ice. I want all liquid. Who says that? <laughs> Unless you're an illegal immigrant, who says I don't like ice? <laughs> Jesus, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm sweating. <laughs> 
But uh, yes, me, uh, the white woman on the mic right now, also says I do not like ice. Huh, how about that? No, I straight up like if I don't know if it like hurts my teeth. I just feel like it gets in the way. It's not necessary, and I would prefer to not have it. So, are you the sort of person that goes to a restaurant and asks for if you order a? Coke? No, but two of my two of my very close friends are uh, they ask for water, no ice. Hmm. And they just, again, they just, I, I don't know if they started that for me. Like, if I was like, oh, hey, that's actually a move that I can do. I can participate in the no ice train. That's a thing. And, uh, yeah, just try it next time. You get way more liquid. You don't have to ask. See, that's what I, that, uh, going back to waiting tables at Outback, I had a couple of people ask me, and it was, believe it or not, Mountain Dew, no ice. And they were doing it because they wanted to do more do. Full do. All do. No partial do. <laughs> don't you don't you have do Give me, me that county Full coffee do. to the brim, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let, let Those that, are my kind of people. Let, let the suds settle a little bit and then give me a couple more pops splish splash. Yeah. So I had somebody, whenever I was also bartending waiting tables, who got had a visceral, angry reaction to me because we did not have Mountain Dew in my establishment. My establishment, the establishment <laughs> I worked at. And uh, like they left. Really? I mean, I also, like, literally lived in five minutes away from Appalachia. So mm-hmm. people were, like, hooked on the dew. Like, well, yeah. had Mountain Dew mouth, teeth gone. Uh, my brother, I've told you that. He was he was addicted to dyed Mountain Dew. Did you show him, like, the like the before and after pictures? Like, oh, yeah. it was, like, methamphetamine? Yeah, he, he, he had to, like, cold turkey it. It was pretty... It was... And you've never seen the photos of what Mountain Dew can do to your <laughs> oh, mouth, man? It, the dew will do you. For real. You got done. Please leave a message after the tone. America likes some butt cheeks. The government likes diarrhea. We need to stop letting diarrhea control our lives and come together and stop spreading us apart. Message deleted. I literally yesterday, Dave. Oh, don't. I just sprint out. Of the, you had to poop so, during the show? So bad. What? I took a vitamin. <laughs> My body just had a reaction what to kind of the vitamin. vitamin. <laughs> like, that's how sensitive I am. Like, I joke all the time about being sensitive on my insides and my outsides. Like, my feelings, my gut, uh. <laughs> my brain, my skin. Like, insides and outsides, I am sensitive. And th- that lady, whatever, Mary, love her heart. She was yeah. answering so slow, and I was like, chills. I was like, answer. <laughs> answer the question. What? What, what is worse, like being in your car and you're almost home and you hit that red light and you're just like shaking and sweating? Like or, I'm not going to make it, man. Or, because I, I don't think that this has happened to me, being live on the air and just having to. Yeah, and you're the one who's going to click the buttons. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, thank God he's going to do that. If I had known that, I would have dragged that game out so long. I thought that you were. I was like literally staring at you. I was talking to you telepathically. Like I literally work. was staring at you with my poop-filled eyes. I was like, look, look at me. <laughs> Help I'm me. hurting. Help. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, considering your history, I think that you'll appreciate this. And I understand why, you know, tensions are high. This actually happened over in the U.K. But, yeah, we have a lot of problems here in the States with, you know, people showing up with weapons to places where they shouldn't. Uh, And, I mean, it's just, you know, even this week we're talking about it again with everything that went down in Kansas City. So, you know, even though this is all the way overseas in the U.K., you can understand why people could potentially still be on edge when they think that they spot somebody at a hotel with a large knife standing near an elevator and you're like oh yeah like that's that's terrifying if somebody's just walking around with a huge knife you probably call the cops and sure enough armed cops showed up in london to a hotel because you know like why would a guy with a huge knife be standing near a hotel elevator like that's terrifying yeah so they descend on the scene and they realize oh not a knife just a nerd it's a guy that has and this is why i bring it to you no. audrey 
a Harry Potter wand. Oh, <laughs> man. Listen, sometimes you just got to Avada Kedavra on bitches. Yeah, do you? Avada Kedavra. You think when the cops came up, he's like, no, 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 no. Dave, you don't even know what you're saying, and that's why that's so much more. You know, funny to I, me. I, I know that I should because I, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. I've also been to Harry Potter Land at Universal Studios and done all that little wand stuff with my kids. So that's the death spell. That how do you say it? Avada Kedavra. A- Avada something Kedavra. like that. Okay, Some other right. nerd is going to correct me and out nerd me, but yeah. So I, I don't know. Like it's so Avada funny Kedavra. seeing like the me's were all growing up and like. <laughs> This is the version we get. Some some nerd guy is out here with his wand, you know, just trying to be and exist. And we're getting the cops called on us. You know, I, I think I know the exact moment when all of the little nerds grew up. And and I, I experienced this moment as well, even though I didn't grow up in the Harry Potter culture like yeah. you did because... You're a little older. Yeah, I'm older. Uh, but I, I distinctly remember when Daniel Ratcliffe took that shirtless photo. Oh my god, and, he, and we all died. When you saw his like happy trail and everyone's like, "Ah! Like what happened? Like you're supposed to, you're like little <laughs> Harry Potter and now you just got pubes." <laughs> yeah, literally to myself. I uh yeah, I would think that, that would probably be a good. And whenever Neville Longbottom, uh, whatever that actor's actual name is, when he hit puberty and got hot, yeah. he went, we were all like, "What the hell, Neville? What is going on?" Like, yeah. straight and up. And man Gandalf, who he can get it. Uh, Gandalf, that is oh, not wait. Yeah, you, you, Dave, no. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love, hey, baby, you want it. Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone's looking for love in their own way, and some people do that on the internet. They take it to Craigslist because they had some sort of interaction with an individual and they felt like there was something there. And then next thing you know, yeah, um, maybe there is. We'll see. Uh, this is the Misconnection Inspection Fast Food Edition. I hate this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know I hate this. I so let's just lock in, man, and just get ready for the ride that is about to happen. Okay, there's a lot of dudes out here who are thirsty. And the first one is in and out Burger near the mall. This is a man for a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy. You're a girl. I would have rather got your number. If by any chance you see this, I would like to get your number so we can go out or something. Okay, so harmless enough. What a poet. That's not bad. Hi, you're a girl. I'm a guy. Let's, I didn't get your number. I would like that. Let's meet up. That's it. Okay, that you're, one's not you're creepy. Okay with that. Okay. I'm okay. All right, let's see if the next one creeps you out. Um, can't wait. Because that's what this segment has turned into, just how creeped out Audrey gets by each one of I these. I really do feel like that's exactly what this is. This is uh, entitled Girl at Carl's Jr. This is a man for a woman as well. Ebony Queen. Oh, God, <laughs> off to a bad start. At the Carl's Jr. last week eating lunch, I was the white guy there alone. We kept exchanging looks with a few stares. I couldn't quite understand if you were just curious or interested. You were adorable. I posted this before, but I realized it was Carl's Jr., not Burger King. It's on the same intersection off Southern and Gilbert's. Oh, my gosh. I know. I don't know. There's something about a white man calling a black woman like an ebony queen that it just doesn't sit right for me. Like you watch too many adult films. Like that's what you search (laughs) on certain websites maybe. (laughs) You know, like that feels I don't know. She could be a beautiful queen and she probably is a beautiful queen. But there's just something about that that just feels Like if you flipped it, It feels fetishized. If she was like, hi, I saw you. You're a customer. You're my vanilla prince. You're like, don't do that, man. (laughs) Uh, this next one Yuck. is 
McDonald's on Highway 9. This is a man for a woman to the drive-thru attendant today. This afternoon, you caught my attention. Seemed like I caught yours as well. You smiled at me and said, have a nice day. And I know damn right McDonald's employees are never that nice. So I must have made a good impression, question mark? Interested in coffee, question mark, question mark, question mark? (laughs) Hit me up with what I ordered. Oh, my God. This one's not that creepy. I mean, like, I I get the creepiness scale is because he's thinking a smile is a flirt and God forbid someone smile. Bro, like it's got to be so hard to be a woman. Like guys, like you give them any attention at all. Like you're just doing your job. Literally. Like you're just smiling at somebody and you said, have a nice day. And you're like, you want me. You want me so bad. God. All right. The final one here. This is entitled Chick-fil-A Yoga Mom. This (laughs) is a man and a woman for a woman. Oh, swing, swing. Uh Uh-huh. We locked eyes more than a few times. My kids were playing while my wife and I were eating. Let me know one thing I had on. Digging those yoga pants and the tight top showing off that body. Even she was staring at them. We are flexible with our arrangements. Only you, though, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, so was this- she there with her husband and you're like, only you, only you. Only you. Also, Man. this poor mom is just hanging out at a Chick-fil-A with her kids on the playground. And her workout clothes. Yeah. Like, or her leisure clothes, because workout clothes are leisure, leisure nowadays. And so that's that's the problem, though, is that is that dudes see women in what they consider to be, like, dressed down. I'm not trying to be sexy at all. I'm just in my yoga pants, and we're still just <laughs> mouth-breathing in the corner of a Chick-fil-A play place. With your wife. Uh-huh. And kids. Gross. This is Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, something happened to me this morning, and uh, I feel like I just need to tell you because it hurt. Let's unpack this, man. Physically, it hurt. Oh, it uh, did? Do you have so, another sports injury? Uh, well, this is kind of sports-related because it was me <laughs> doing something, uh, but okay. not very athletic. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we get up early, right? Uh, and yeah. we we get ready, at least I do, in the dark for the most part. What? And, I mean, it, when I'm in the bathroom, it's far, far enough away from, like, the bedroom area, and that's actually one of the things that I really loved about this house is that there's enough of a gap where I can have the light on in the bathroom mm-hmm. now because I used to basically just get ready with, like, that one light bulb that's in the shower. Yes, I do know what you're talking about. Because yep. I don't want to wake up my wife, yep. and a lot of times, you know, the, the kid will have come into the room in the middle of the night, won't be in there. I just don't want to disrupt them because we get ready so early in the morning. Well, today I had gotten ready, and just like I normally do, and I turned off the lights in order to start walking downstairs. And I don't know why I misjudged this, but I just right into the wall. Just, you just smashed my into shoulder. the wall? It was my shoulder just oh. bam, and it just kind of knocked the wind out of me for a second. I was like, mm. <gasps> trying to be quiet. Well, just, isn't that the same shoulder that was hurt before? No, it was the other one, thankfully. Oh, but oh. I was just like, ah, oh. Oh, Dave. Just kind of knocked the wind out of myself. And I stood there for a moment. And I couldn't obviously do anything about it other than just try to deal with it. But I'm like, why today, of all days, did I forget where the wall is? Yeah. I don't know if that happens to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have really bad. I mean, I think that's everybody, Dave. I mean, really, where you just like, I mean, think about how many times you've stubbed your toe on the same thing a thousand (sighs) times. Like, and also being a girl, I don't know the proximity of any bed corner. Like, that's not my responsibility to know where the bed is. Like, I have so many bruises on my thighs from just 
forgetting that. Like, I just knock my thighs all of the time on the bed corners. I literally so look like an abused person. At, <laughs> I get abused just on my right leg. Uh, <laughs> I do it to myself. <laughs> we, we went on vacation one time, and there they had this kind of this weird hotel bed. And I same thing. Ev, probably a dozen times over the right. course of the few days we were staying there, the exact same corner of the exact same bed, even when the lights were on, just kept crushing my leg. So what sort of excuses, this is the fun part, what sort of excuses are you going to create so that you can get out of doing certain things now that you have an injury? Like, for instance, mm-hmm. like well, I mean, I can't groceries. Really, you can't carry those I, in. Well, and I can't, like, load a dishwasher, really, because, nope. you know, like, bending down. Picking and, like, up the kid? No the, way. Yeah, no, I can't pick up any kids, even from school. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh, my God, would you people shut up? Dave and Mahoney. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. Your mom's leaving. All right. Message deleted. Yeah, mother-in-law left yesterday, and uh, boy... The serotonin was hitting. Was I'm, not, I'm not kidding, man. I was driving home yesterday. I was just like, nice day, you know, the windows down, just, you know, playing some great music and just, it felt so great to uh, go, be going back to my house with my family. And with your family. It. You know, it was funny. I was thinking about you yesterday and I was like, I wonder what Dave's doing right now. I was like, is he taking a nap? Is he just kind of chilling just in the fact that he's just got his kids and his Wife only. Yeah. <laughs> in the house. What did you end up doing? Did you did you take a nap? Did you enjoy? Didn't take a nap. Didn't feel tired at all. Was just ready to just enjoy the day. Because I mean, you didn't have to play host either. Uh, like have to worry about what to watch on TV because you have to appease not only your wife, but also her mother. And, and that damn dog, Button. Mm. And I am a dog lover. And I mean, I, I give Shelly a hard time. I mean, I like Shelly. I just don't like her in my house for three plus weeks it's at a time. Tough. It's tough. It's anybody, lot. anybody in your anyone, house for three weeks Anyone. And so yesterday, you know, went to the airport, took off all that stuff. And I was going around just kind of like straightening up, you know, because I'm in a good mood. And I'm just like, I'm just going to get everything clean and just, yeah, yeah. And I went into the guest room where she'd been staying, and there was a bowl that was on the ground that I think she was just using for, like, button to have a little bit of water or whatever. And I don't know for sure, so I don't even know if I should bring this up, but I think she was giving him bottled water. Oh, I do that. You do? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't shame that. Because our water here is not that great. I mean, I get it. But also, like... Well, I'm about to get a whole fountain for my cats and dog. You are? Yeah. So I guess there's like this thing that you're supposed to be filtering your water because they can get kidney stones because our water is so hard. Really? Yeah. Huh. Pretty common, actually. what if I'm interested in button getting kidney stones? Well, but Mm. that's not, but then you'd have to deal with a sad mother-in-law because the dog only lived to be a year. So, and then she'd live in your home forever because the only thing that's stopping her from moving there is the dog. So you have to really be careful what you wish for, man. Yeah. It just felt kind of extra. Would you give your dog somebody else's bottled water, I guess is what I'm getting at. Sure, absolutely. I mean, uh, If you were staying in somebody else's house for three weeks... I mean, bottled water, unless you're at the airport, is pretty cheap. So it's not like a huge Yeah, and concern. bottled water, so then it's just like, okay, so I'm sacrificing hard minerals for microplastics. I don't really know if I'm uh, actually doing that good of a deed there, but yeah. yeah. 
it no, just... I'm I'm so extra because you know I, I have a stepdaughter, but she doesn't live with us. So like my nurturing, my nesting goes to my pets, and so I'm like, oh sure, do you need a seven hundred dollar kitty litter thing? Like, oh, do you need a, <laughs> a fountain, like a fountain for your water? Sure, here we go. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, guess, I guess I don't have those maternal instincts for this dog that I uh, that I'm not too fond of. That's fair because it's not your pet. That's it's not why. my pet. Well, and, and it's it's an annoying pet. You know? Yeah, he barks. It's, he's an idiot. Like, he barks at me every time I walk into the room in my house. So, I think I have a solution. Um, whenever I go out of town, I can let you watch Elmo so you get your good dog fix. Mm, or, since you have the farmily going on already, you've got mm-hmm. Elmo, you got the two cats. Mm-hmm. When Button comes to town, uh, he could just stay with you. Mm, I like my idea better, personally. Mm. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, are avocados overrated? Message deleted. Absolutely they are. You think? Yes, and so is guacamole. I'll say it. Interesting. I mean, there is really good guac, but it's too far between guac sessions that I have for guac to be considered actually good. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm. Do you disagree? Yeah. As a white women, I love guacamole. <laughs> like, I you mean, would. there's there's like extra guacamole. Sure, dollar fifty. <laughs> let's go. Three bucks. Pile it on. But um, there is something about in the avocado world where every avocado that I have gotten has been absolute mush. And I don't know if that's me as the purchaser or if that's on the Instacart person who is also the purchaser for me. But anytime I'm out there, like I'm trying to like squeeze, and I don't know what the criteria on squeeze is. Will you whenever stop doing I'm that? in public. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually like squeezing my hands in the upward fashion. It looks, <laughs> it looks like you're grabbing a some, different kind of avocado. Some, uh, yeah, yeah, two avocados. Two, but if you will, yeah. I feel kind of um, out of place, I guess, when I'm squeezing things in the grocery store. Are we allowed to do that now? I think so. Since COVID, I feel so weird grabbing and squeezing things, but you're supposed to. That's how yeah. you're supposed to tell t- if it's ripe or, ripe or not. Or yeah. not. So I, I, I kind of touch everything and I feel like that's not what you're supposed to be doing. This is a little, maybe this is why I don't like avocados and guac that much. I just realized that my body type is avocado. I just elevatorized you. I know. Will you stand up for me? Yeah. What do you mean that you're avocado? I, just, I no. feel like I'm kind of the consistency. You're more celery. Of an avocado. No. <laughs> I'll take that. You're, a nice firm <laughs> stick of celery. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that blue chew is working. I'm more rectangular. Oh. <laughs> Every single corpse on Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person. Stay lazy, my friends. Message deleted. You know, I've seen that meme, and I totally agree. You know, you're out here, you think you're just on top of the world, and then you freeze to death while you climb your stupid mountain. This is why you don't go hiking, folks. I don't even get that. Like, I don't even understand what that guy just said. He's saying that every corpse that's frozen on the side of Mount Everest was once a highly motivated person, so maybe just calm down a little bit. Like, just relax. You take your own advice, Dave Farah. I will not. You're the one who's always like, oh, it's Tuesday. I've got my jeans on. It's the most productive day. Like, you need to settle down. Do you know why I like- Calm down. Why I like wearing jeans so much? Because they're not good for hiking. I do like (laughs) friction. This is the most action I've gotten in months. Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. This is the Dave Dave and Mahoney Mahoney Show. All right, so both you guys have got a lot of tattoos. I think I've asked you, Audrey, how many tattoos you have before, and you're not sure. Um, I have a right arm sleeve from my collarbone down to my wrist inside of my armpit, and then on my left arm I have two, so I have no idea. It's just a sleeve a and two. Chris, and you have no idea? I mean, it's kind of just morphed into one, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I think 
At one point, I know I went in like 41 different times for tattoos. Okay, so and I've had cover-ups too, and I've had one lasered off. So that's interesting that you bring up the cover-ups because that's what this whole thing is that's going on. There's this huge debate that's raging online right now because there's this girl who is upset because she's marrying this guy, and he has got a tattoo that is a matching tattoo from his former relationship. Oh, Have you guys no. ever gotten matching tattoos with a significant other? No, never. No, I, I told you that one wacko guy, though, that ha- was, like, obsessed with me. Didn't he get a matching tattoo? He even got, though- well, not necessarily a matching tattoo, but, I mean, like, kind of enough told me that it was... A tribute a, to a you? Purposeful, yes. Ugh. Right. I, like, Don't do that. Well, uh, we weren't even dating. I know. It's, that's what I mean. I mean, it, <laughs> it is true that if you tattoo someone else's name or you do something like that, it's guaranteed to fail. I mean, I had friends that were, and when they got married, they got each other's name in Arabic on their feet or something, and they, they got divorced. Of were course they, they yeah. themselves Arabic? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> cool. uh, so cool. it probably did not say each I, other's names. I tattooed Rage Against the Machine on my leg, and then they broke up. Yeah, right. And they just broke up again. I don't know yeah. if you heard about that. Wow. Another tattoo. It's because your tattoos. <laughs> so tell me what you guys think about this. So this the bride-to-be has expressed concerns because I guess her fiancé has a matching tattoo with his ex-girlfriend. Uh, 28-year-old guy, it's like a wrist tattoo, so it's pretty visible. Uh, but his ex-girlfriend and him broke up because I guess she cheated on him. They were together for like five years or whatever, so it's a pretty significant relationship. But the the bride discovered messages between her fiance and his ex discussing the tattoo and the impact that it has on them. Oh no, man! Hang on, no hang on, man. though. Hang on, I, I understand that. But did she go like searching? If this is new communication, this is a huge problem. Like if he's still talking to his ex and how connected I am to you and blah blah blah, you got big problems if you're heading towards the altar already. But if she's like going back and unearthing messages from. When they were together and they were having conversations about how meaningful the tattoo is. Then she's snooping because she is insecure. There's a difference in snoop. I I am a firm believer. Anytime I've ever snooped, I have always been right because of what exactly I'm looking for. Because I had intuition to know that that's what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. In this woman's case, you're 100% correct, Dave. Are you scrolling through to look for those messages while they were dating and you guys have been together for however long? So that means that you were scrolling back possibly eight years of text messages. That's gross. That's, you're just trying to hurt your own feelings. And the outcome of that is only going to be just that. You're either going to get a divorce or you're going to end up without a future husband. (laughs) <laughs> or like, I but mean, if he's like, still talking to his ex and then, talking about how meaningful the tattoo is, then what are you doing marrying this guy? Well, say what the tattoo that was? I think is probably what Didn't she's searching what for. It, say, it just said matching wrist tattoos. So. I think that's what she's searching for. There is some sort of intuition that happens whenever you're feeling like something's going on. There's a reason why her she's got a heightened sense of insecurity about this thing. She went through a phone. She found exactly what she was looking for. And she doesn't have the bravery in order to do what she knows she needs to do. And it's leave him. I mean, if you if you are that sensitive about that and he's refusing to get it taken off or covered up. I feel like it's already past the point of no return. If, if she's asked him correct. to cover it up or remove it and he said no, the damage is done, right? And why is even there a he, no? Why is there a no? Even if he removed it today, every time you saw that little scar or cover up or whatever it may be, you're going to think about this very moment. Like, why walk into a marriage that's already doomed? Also, why would you tell your now girlfriend or that your... That's a matching tattoo? That's a matching yeah, tattoo. just shut up, He's man. an idiot. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. 
Jim is joining us today, and I tell you what, Jim is very, very excited to be on the line. In fact, he called and he proclaimed, I've already won the movie quote quiz before we started playing the game. So, Jim, I can tell you're ready to go, brother. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. All right, so I these... Love movies. Excellent. So what, what is your favorite movie, just so we have a little bit of frame of reference here? Oh, gosh. Uh, there's so many of them, but I'm going to say anything with Tom Hanks. Tom Love a Tom Hanks, Hanks movie. Yep. Hard to go wrong with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio is the same way for me. Like anything mm-hmm. with Leo in it, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm going to like that. this. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Uh, we got, you know, movies that range all the way from 1983 to 2010. And we're going to play you a short clip, and then we'll see whether or not you can figure out the movie. Audrey available as a lifeline, if necessary. The first one here is going to take us back to 2010. So the most current one we'll start with. Here we go. Don't move, don't move! Andrew, Andrew, no, no. My name is Edward Daniels. This one's loaded. I can tell by the way. I see, and that's your firearm, Marshal. You're sure? My initials are on the side. There's a dent in the barrel from when Philip Stack shot at me. You're not gonna f with my mind on this one, Doctor. Then blast away, because that's the only way you're ever getting off this island. All right. Speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio, that's that was a voice that we heard in there, oh, Jim. Do you oh, know it? Oh, 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 gosh. Oh man. Um. Are you getting any ideas? Yeah, dude, I got you. It's Shutter Island, right? It's Shutter yeah. Island, yeah, from 2010. That was Ben Kingsley, and uh, and Mark Ruffalo was also in that film. At the very end of the movie, Michelle whenever Williams. he was finally starting to come to the idea of, spoiler alert, that he was on the island himself. Mm-hmm. All right, so well done with the uh, lifeline. Audrey available for one more lifeline if necessary, but let's see if you can get this next one, Jim. This one takes us back to 1993. Someday we're going to be backstage at the Forum laughing about this. All right, let me ask you a question. What side are you taking the big David Lee Roth Van Halen split? What do you mean? What kind of question is that? What side did you take, Halen or Roth? Van Halen. He's a cop. Oh, Wait on, oink, oink. Strictly a judgment call. They sold a lot of records after Dave left the group. Come on, one more question. Hey, come on, Jeff, one more. Right, 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 right. Who'd win in a wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, head. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Yeah! Oh, come on. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Such a good movie. 1993. Jim, do you know that one? 93. Oh, man. It's sacrilege um, if you're in the business that we're in not to know this movie because it is a movie about a radio station. Uh, 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 that was Brendan Fraser's uh, voice as well throughout the majority of the clip. Yeah, um, I hate this. I'm under pressure, so I'm sitting here. It's like, I mean, I got a brain fart, and I hate it. Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi are the two uh-huh. voices that you heard. Yeah. There's a third yeah. voice in there that didn't quite make the cut of the clip. Would have been Adam Sandler. You got one more lifeline if you want to tag Audrey in here. It sounds like she can help. I'm, I'm going to have to. I, I have to. I, I hate this. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a brave Airheads. Airheads is correct. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dude, but now, but now, Jim, you're on your own. Yeah. Like, I can only I can only help you for the first two, so you yeah. got to get it from here on out. Good luck. Okay. You just have to get one more correct out of the next two, so let's see if you can pull this off. This one takes us back to 2003. Here we go. Hey, take it easy. That's the father. Hey, take it easy. my daughter in there! Mother He sent my daughter in there! Is she in there? Get off me! Shut 
isn't my daughter in there? Isn't my daughter in there? No! 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 Wow, that's I a fun really- lighthearted clip. Jesus. I never realized how dramatic that I mean, obviously this scene's very dramatic, yeah. but I don't remember that sounding that way whenever you're watching when, the film. When you listen to it instead of watch it, it really does make a difference, yeah. Jeez Louise. All right. Yeah, yeah. Jim, for the wind, do you know it? Isn't that Sean Penn? It is it Sean is. Penn, yeah. Okay, Sean Penn. Um, oh, man. Okay, no, it's not colors. Um, um, oh, 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 come on, Jim. Oh, come on. I know that. I know this. I know this. Kevin Bacon and his dumb face. <laughs> he does have a dumb right. face. Yeah. yeah. Jim, for I somebody that was so confident, you are terrible at this game. <laughs> we got to go on. We got to go on next. That was a. That was... Five I seconds. Suck. I suck. And, and I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. You, uh, you, you still have one more opportunity, okay? So you didn't get that one. That was Mystic River. Mystic River is what you're looking is for. Is that my Actually, you can watch that on Netflix right now, and that is the clip for the trailer of the movie is, is that scene. Yeah, well. Uh. Really? Awesome. <laughs> okay, Jim. <laughs> Let's see if you can pull this off. We got one more. Oh, man. And I will say that out of all of these movies, this last one here is the most iconic out of all of them. So let's see if you're able to do it from 1983. Here we go. Got Don't get confused, Tony. I don't f*** around with the help. Okay. You want to play that way with me? I play with you. Would you kiss me if I wear the hat? No. Playtime is over, okay? (laughs) Is that married to the mob? No. No. Come on, Jim. No. Okay, at, at, at the beginning of it, you heard some sniffing. If there was one movie yeah. that has the to do with cocaine. Pulp Fiction? No, man. No, man. We were trying Jim. so hard, Jim, because you were so happy, but there's just no way. There's-, there's just no way, man. Like, I mean, you were I'm so... Sorry. You don't suck, but you do in this case. Yeah. Like, I, like, I'm sorry, dude. We were really trying to lob it up for you, man. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, dude. Uh, all right, hold, hold tight. Let's let's go over to Tom here. He's he's on the line as the backup. If you can get this last one here that we just played, you're gonna steal and win. Do you know that last clip? Was it Scarface? Yeah. That boy. Scarface. It's a, you know what? In Jim's defense, it is tough to play the game whenever you're on the spot. So, shout out to the steal. Well done, Tom. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Okay, Audrey, I'm going to ask you a personal question, and I feel like I know the answer to this, but I just want to confirm whether or not this is the case. Let's say that you were to die in a tragic accident, and I know you don't like thinking about death. Yeah, why are Uh, you doing this? Would you want your husband to move on and find a new love and be What do you think my answer is? I think your answer is no. (laughs) I think that you are the type of person that I'm going to haunt you from beyond the grave if you are even interested, not even if you act on it, but if you are, are... Thinking about being interested in another woman, I will haunt you for life. Interesting that you think that way about me, Dave. Is that accurate? Um, you'd be correct. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> no, I joke. I joke about that because, like, I love my husband so much, and like the idea of him being with someone else would absolutely break my heart because yeah. I'm thinking about me in right now, body, right? Like, yeah. not dead. Yeah. Like, so um, I joke saying that I would haunt, but of course I would want him to move on and be happy. See, I, I feel like I'm a little bit different. Like, if I were to die. 
I would want my wife to like take the insurance money, go on a cruise, meet a very handsome Greek man, and just instantly fall right back in love. Okay, I don't want well, her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want him to meet somebody better looking than me. Oh, I don't care. Oh, yeah, what? no, you, uh, yeah, no, I want her. I want her, not. I want her to level up. Like you know, be like you know. The only reason. No, why- no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't care if you move on, but if she's, if you're just so funny, because before. So, so he can only <laughs> bang somebody if less attractive than you? Because you always 100%. have to be the best. 100%. No, I mean, he, he has to be terrible in bed. You're, you're yeah. are you saying that my husband has to go gay? No, no, no. No, I'm saying that, that my wife's future husband has, has to, be to be terrible. Has to be terrible in bed, yeah. but he can be better looking. He can be better looking. Yeah. He can just be eye candy. Basically. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it would have to be both. He would, yeah. Poor. She would have to be horrible in bed, and she would also have to be not as not as attractive Got as it. me. Okay, uh, absolutely. But then I think I would also get a ghost complex because if I'm looking down from wherever I'm at, and she also like is totally not even in the same vein of like what. I look like I think that I would be like oh so you'd never were attracted to me to begin with yeah <laughs> like if she's like a brunette or she's something. like a brunette like yeah she's she's like exotic looking she's from Hawaii no or boobs. something. no <laughs> like I would be, are you kidding me like, like what do you, you mean would, you married did you Moana? even love me yeah you, you were just faking it the entire time <laughs> oh my god I would get a ghost complex oh that's hilarious <laughs> Well, so the reason why I bring it up is because this is kind of sweet, but also kind of a way to C-block somebody from beyond the grave. So a California widow, her name is Diana, and every Valentine's Day, which I think is why this story uh, made news this week, uh, every Valentine's Day she gets flowers from her husband, but her husband passed away back in 2017. What? He watched P.S. I Love You and literally did this. Have it, you seen that movie? No. Is that the, like the plot line from P.S. I like Love You? For like the first year, he like does all of this and then like by the final end of the year or whatever, he's telling her to move on. Yeah. But this guy just does it continuously? Every single year for Valentine's Day, he set it up so when he passed, every year for the rest of her life, she will get a Valentine's Day gift from him. Okay, I have questions. Yeah. So... What if she dies? <laughs> How well, old are they? Yeah, I mean, she's pretty old, and like he was old when he died because I saw a picture of them together. Uh, but he, you know, he set up the recurring payment for the rest of her life, ensuring she never goes without flowers on oh. the day of love. Which I mean, I think is sweet, but also like, what happens if she does move on? Like, what happens if? But if she's already that old, probably not. I mean, I guess I don't know. There's you a little know? card that comes with it as well. Oh my god, so absolutely. Here's my thing is that, like, I also would be worried about the money running out. (laughs) And then, like, the flowers just stop and you're expecting the flowers and then you don't get them. How heartbreaking that would be. Uh I mean, it's really sweet sentiment. But, I mean, like, if you're only expecting her to live, like, five years (laughs) and then she lives for another 10 or something. I think that you probably just go ahead and, like, set that up for, like, 30 years just to be safe. Because, like, it's expensive, but it can't be, like, that expensive, right? Because you're, uh, do you wait? Like, you're like, look, I know I'm dying. I have to set up the flowers thing, but I don't want to pay Valentine's Day prices. Do you have to, like, wait till the day after Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day to, get, like, to set discount? up the recurring thing? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you probably got, like, some sort of bulk deal. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. I call in the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Hey, congratulations, you guys. I don't want to say you guys are the Message deleted. You hear that, Audrey? Look at man. us. Has it, has, it, has it started <laughs> happening to you yet where people start recounting things? Because, I mean, we share so much stuff about our lives mm-hmm. on this show every too single much. day. Too much. And sometimes too much where people will come up to you and 
they'll tell you something about your own life that you have forgotten. Don't say that. Because that happens to, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. Don't do it. And I'll be like out at a concert or a bar or something. Mm-hmm. And there will be somebody that walks up. They're like, man, I've been listening to you since I was in middle school. Mahoney and I were walking through the airport together one time. And this girl who was very attractive stopped us with her mom. And she's, you know, I don't know, probably mid-20s. And she's like, I've been listening to you since I was in elementary school Shout on the bus. Shout out to that bus. mom. What a cool mom. On the bus. So it was, a, it was the bus driver, actually, that was cool. Oh, shout out to the bus driver. Yeah. But I was like, elementary school? What? God, I'm old. I mean, that would have been, I mean, you started what? Like in your 20s? Yeah. And 20 years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, that checks out. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, I don't like, like What it. do you mean you've been listening to me since you're like in it. elementary school and you're in your almost 30? Ew. <laughs> Wow. Man. I mean, we had somebody who called not that long ago and said that they started listening to us during COVID. Yeah. And um, because, you know, they had been in school and then they just weren't one day and they kind of stumbled upon us. And, you know, that even freaks me out. Like, what do you mean that you found us during the COVID times? found us during the- The pandemic, the hardest of times, and we were the brevity. We were drunk, man. We were drunk. (laughs) So (laughs) what we did during COVID to try to keep it together, and I don't know if this, we just kind of told ourselves that this was work. And told our significant others that this was work uh, is we used to do like virtual happy hours. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of the only way to like stay connected with people. But, you know, we did the live stream every day, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. But we were also pairing with a lot of breweries in town that were, you know, like trying to stay afloat themselves. So it was kind of us just, you know, creating unity with the locals as well. By day drinking. By day drinking. But Listen, this is honestly, also for work. That was for work. <laughs> So, I mean, if you were able to catch some, uh, I just remember my wife going, times in that. Is there another delivery of alcohol at the house? And I'm like, yeah, babe, but it's, I mean, it's it's for work. It's for work. work. I don't know. That was a tough. Woo. That was a I was sober for a year after that. Were you really? Dude, do you not remember? I was like, I wasn't even doing participating in like beer for breakfast, really, because like I was like, I I think I needed, uh, I had a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I was drinking like four liters of, of, Chardonnay by noon. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. There was nothing. I was like coloring. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I was like, what I mean, am the, I coloring for? The fact for? that COVID was four years ago, I mean, because it seems like a lifetime ago, but I mean, what a strange time to live through. Just what a weird time globally. So, but like, I mean, like, I, we- I hope that we never experience anything like that again. But just... But, I mean, we were adults, right? So, I mean, like, going back to this kid who found us, you know, what, it was a junior year or a senior year of high school. One day you're just learning algebra, and then the next day you're just not. You're just at home. (laughs) One day you're going to, like, lunch. What if you hated your your family? Like, what if you hate being around the people? Because we saw so many relationships that blew up during COVID. Because if you didn't like spending time around the people that you know, you were in a relationship with or that you're family with and all of a sudden there's nowhere to go and you're just stuck, stuck with, with your family. I mean, we saw a lot of divorces yeah. and uh, people found us during their divorces too. Yeah, yeah. So, sure did. welcome in. Everyone's welcome. Come as you are. Please leave a message after the tone. I believe the wireless mouse was invented so you just have another item to hang yourself with at work. Message to oh, Speaking of. Well, so I guess you're happy to be back at the office, huh? <laughs> Lord. Next voicemail. That was so dark. In about a month, I'm going for heart surgery. What would your music on the way to the hospital and what would your final breakfast be? 
if you thought maybe it would be your final breakfast. Morbid thoughts, but... You know, that's who I am. Message deleted. Chris, okay. our producer, yeah, what, is, what are you doing what putting happening? the three most depressing voicemails back to back? So, you're going to die. So, I actually have a playlist specifically for this. You have a death playlist? <laughs> oh, I don't. But, I mean, that's not, that would not be off-brand. I mean, if I were to pick a last breakfast, it would be biscuits and gravy because, duh. And if you're, especially if you're going to get a stint, like, I'm going to pick the fattiest, most, like, gluttonous breakfast ever. And the song would be Final Countdown. It would? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, I think that you've reached a critical point in your marriage where you're about to decide who's actually in charge between you and your husband. <laughs> Go on. What do you mean? So you guys had an incident, you did specifically, in your car with some groceries. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. he is requesting something that... May or may not be ridiculous. Tell us what happened. So there's a lot of stop and go traffic. And I had my groceries because I went to go get groceries the other day, um, as you do when you need food in your fridge. And um, I stopped kind of suddenly and it caused a spill. I didn't know what spilled, but it turned out that it was my eggs. And the eggs that I get, I just... You get bougie eggs. I get the bougie eggs. I get like the ten dollar, the blue, blue and brown eggs. I don't even know that, what that are means. like it, they they literally are blue and brown eggs. They're not bleached. Do they taste better? No, I mean I'm familiar with like the brown eggs. I yeah. just I don't think I've seen the blue. Yeah, to the me, brown. they taste better. Okay. I mean, like whenever you crack them open, they're orange. You know what I mean? Like they I'm just a, feel. I'm a big egg guy, so I'm not knocking it. I just haven't seen the bougie eggs. But ten dollars for a carton of eggs. Is okay, a, so is then a you might be on my husband's side then. Maybe. So. They spill everywhere. Egg all over the, like, underneath my car seat, like, the whole thing. Yeah. And he's helping me bring the groceries in. And he's like, oh, well, we got to go check these eggs. So we go inside. He's angry because, of course, he's like, you drive like crap. <laughs> Just oh, like, which is, like, not inaccurate. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's 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 some scuff marks on them on them rims. Shut up. No, there, there's not. There is, certainly is. I hit a car, but that doesn't mean that there's scuff marks on the rims. Okay. It was the garage's fault. It's always the garage's fault. Anyways. Yeah. Back to the eggs. So, we're <laughs> back inside, and he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. And he's looking at the eggs, and he's like, they're all broken. Okay. Three of 12 are broken. Okay. He wants me to return the whole carton of eggs. Okay, so first off, I applaud him for being frugal. I mean, this is good in a way, but I don't think that you can return the eggs if you broke them. Well, right? but here they're not like they're not like broken to the point where I had yolk all over my car. They're cracked. Well, so what are you you're just going to walk back into the grocery store and be like, "Hi, I would like to return these." And then they're going to open the thing and be like, you broke three of them. That's what he wants me to do. Okay, so I did the math. So if you paid $10, <laughs> which, again, $10 is a lot for a carton of eggs. Hey, I man, groceries are at an all-time high I, right now. I paid $200 for groceries, and it was literally like milk and the eggs. I'm not saying you're responsible for the price of the eggs. I'm saying you're responsible for buying the expensive eggs. But if three of them are broken, that comes out to a total of $3.60. That's a lot for eggs. I know, but it's $3.60. There is... And the eggs were on sale. 0% chance (laughs) that I am going to go return something for $3.60. No chance in hell that I'm going to take time out of my day to go 
take these eggs back to a place when, frankly, I'm in the wrong as well because I broke them. I mean, it's your fault for being a bad driver. It's, it's not really your fault. I mean, you're a woman, so it's just kind of... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Boy, I was hoping to get a chuckle there. Yeah, uh-huh. sit in that. Wow, sit it's in quiet. That. You sit in that. <laughs> yeah, you sit in that, Dave. $3.60 <laughs> worth of eggs that, that you broke. It I, is my fault. It's your fault, you know? Yeah, it is my fault. And, I, you know, I, I don't mind returning things, you know, because... Uh, we just recently had a little kerfuffle where, you know, he wanted me to return something for him. Dave, I've returned something for you. You know, I, I don't know what Hang it is about. Hang on a about, skinny minute here. I don't know what it you is about not, dudes you did not, not wanting return to return something. something for me. I bought something for you. No, and no, then- no, no. You just couldn't take the time to go and return it. So I did it for you as an act of kindness as your friend because, you know, I didn't want you to be out $3. Okay. Um, First off, you're a liar. <laughs> Secondly. I wanted you to be able to feed your kids that day. I bought something for you mm-hmm. because you needed a new cord for your headphones and then you told me the wrong size cord the one that i got was a little small <laughs> a little short honestly and so you returned it but you are the return person so why is this even a thing because in the relationship and i've learned this over the years there is a person that returns things and mm-hmm. then there is a person that returns nothing okay and you have determined in your relationship that i'm the return person you're the return person so how is this even become an issue for you guys? I'm embarrassed because I've never returned groceries before. Well, the, the, that's because you don't return groceries. But you you can and you can should you? if there's certain if there's something wrong with your groceries. Well, I mean, again, this is my it? fault. You, you broke them. Like as somebody that used to work in a grocery store, and I was a high level executive, uh, 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 the cashier. Um, I love the cashiers. Is somebody that and a bagger uh, that took a lot of pride in bagging those groceries. <laughs> But as somebody who's worked in a grocery store for many years, I don't ever recall somebody coming and trying to return eggs that they broke. But also, it wasn't like I just smashed them on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like I was, like, going to egg someone's house and then go put the remnants back in the cart. And how was would like, they hey, know? How would they know that they didn't crack it? Like, b- b- themselves. It's it's on you. I don't know, man. Who, who buys eggs without checking them? Now I feel like I'm defending my husband's choice. What are you doing to me? Did he call you to gaslight me into this decision? He did. Or I'm like, now I'm like, hey, you know what? I am going to defend my man. (laughs) We're going to return these eggs together. This is like a whole like voodoo, like switcheroo thing that's happening. $3.60. There's zero Yeah, here's the thought that is also kind of running through my mind. I got to go back to the grocery store after just being at the grocery store. And that sounds like... Hell, yeah, why is that? I'm defending your position, agreeing with you, and now you're disagreeing with me. You and are defending impossible. My- <laughs> God. This is David Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? These are the days it never rains but it pours. It's, it's, it's Cover Your Ears on David Mahoney. Matt is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Matt, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you for asking. 30 seconds of the clock for each one of these. Uh, Audrey is here as a lifeline. Should you need it, you got to get three out of the four. And I will say that this first one is one of the more popular ones that we've ever played on Cover Your Ears. 2.7 million views on this one. So very popular song, actually done by a very popular artist. I don't know if you've ever heard of Lindsey Sterling before. but She uh, is a very popular violinist. That does big shows all over the place. Wow. Okay, Lindsay. Go ahead, girl. And again, 30 seconds on the clock. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. But here we go. Good luck. (laughs) 
Tennessee. Big production there. 30 seconds done. Do you know that one, Matt? That's a cashmere by Zeppelin. You got it, brother. On the board. Yeah, uh, I don't think we've had a fiddler quite as famous as Lindsey Sterling since maybe Charlie Daniels or the devil himself. Uh, but uh, Lindsey Sterling there with a, a nice cover of that one, and you're on the board, Matt. Here we go on to number two. 378,000 views on this one. fact about that that was actually the very first recording of music ever was that yeah. in half tempo <laughs> i, I, I know, felt man. like we were moving in slow motion it feels like you need some cocaine Good um Lord. so over to you matt do you know it yeah, it's clapton cocaine yes sir two for two you're doing great as i would say so far this year you guys we're doing really well with our contestants we on play this game like once i know but so far <laughs> we're just killing it <laughs> okay, next one here. You can win it right here if you're able to get a full point on this one. 168,000 views on this. When I have control, when I perfect body, when I perfect soul, I want you to notice when I'm not around, you're so special. I wish I was special, but I'm a... And we'll stop it right there. Matt, for the win, do you know it? That's a creep, and I'm a brain fart on the artist. I can get you a halfy if that's there all you go. need. Yeah, get him over the hump. Radiohead. Radiohead it is. Don't clip what I just said, by the way. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you feel like everyone is sick right now? I kind of feel sick, but I'm ignoring it. Yes. That's, that's good. I appreciate that because Mahoney is already not here today. So yeah. let's just uh, put our head down and pretend like, you know, everyone feels great. Yeah. I mean, it was last week that I was like, felt like crap, but I was the same thing. I was like, I got all this Super Bowl stuff to do. Like, I'm just, just head powering, down. powering yeah. right ahead. And maybe I'm part of the problem, but um, my poor little baby Ruby, who's, you know, not even two years old yet, she had a pretty serious fever. And my wife, you know, last night was like, hey, I should take her in to like a quick care or something because it was over 104 degrees. Oh, my gosh, baby girl. I know. And so, like, when it gets up to, you know, over 103.5. That's not good. Like, it starts to get more serious. And, I mean, we're like, you know, we could probably give her some Motrin, but there was this place that's by our house. It's like an urgent care. Um, and we just want to be sure. And so we're like, okay, well, let's just take her in. And my wife's like, I'm going to do it now because it closes at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it was getting close to 8 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, I'll, I'll babysit your other kids, I guess. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, I mean, they're mine too, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> and so she she went up there and she said, and this is what blew me away because, you know, we've worked in the service industry as we've talked about over the years. And we all know that feeling of, you know, like the restaurant's going to close at 11 o'clock and somebody comes walking through the door at 1045 and you're the closer and you're like, 
Are you serious? Like you're you're really going On to Valentine's do that? Valentine's Day. Like you're gonna come like 15 minutes before close. When, oh. Like I've already rolled all the silverware. Like I want I want to sprint out the door at 11 o'clock if possible. So I totally understand that. But whenever you're working in healthcare, that's got to be different. Whenever I you're coming in with a little baby. So. I mean, mm-hmm. so my wife walks in and it's like 7:45, and they go, "Yeah, we don't think we can help you." Because uh, we're about to close. And I'm like, they said that to you while you're holding a, a baby. baby in your arms? One-year-old. With a fever at 104.6. And you're like, nah, you know, we don't want to be. So again. did she take her to the ER or what? So, no, thankfully, one of the other people that was working there was like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, we'll see the baby. You know, it's not somebody coming in like, Looking for opioids or something, right? right? It's like this poor little baby who's running a, a fever, fever at 104. So, I mean, she was fine, right? She just had to have some Motrin and brought the fever down. And she just got something going on. I don't know if it's like a little ear infection or something that's causing her to have a fever. But, yeah, she was pretty lethargic and kind of at the point where we're like, hey, this is serious enough to have to take her in. And, and they she's were like, one of those babies eh. where you can tell when she's not feeling good because she's smiley all of the she's time. always in a good mood. Oh, and my she's gosh. she's always wanting to play. Yeah, and, shame on that person. Yeah. I mean, like. For you to be that way in any capacity, though, I mean, I know that it's different whenever you're the last person who's coming in to get the drink at the end of the night, right? right. But, I mean, like if, if you're I'm, in healthcare, yeah. that's, you know better. If I'm rolling in for the dollar margaritas at Applebee's and, you know, it's 10 minutes before closing, I probably should be shown the door anyhow. Facts. But, sick baby. Come on, man. Thankfully, she's okay. So, you gonna, are you going to call that place? I mean, I feel like we've been carrying a lot recently. I, you can't I, do that. I, I did burn it down. Dave. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Please leave the message after the tone. All right. Hey, Audrey, check this out. Pretzels and p- pimento cheese? Good. Pretzels and Nutella? Better. Message deleted. Pretzels and Nutella. Uh, like a little sweet treat. Ooh, a little salty. A little sweet. A little sweet, um, yeah. Unpopular opinion, I do not like Nutella. I don't like Nutella. You I don't, don't understand like the Nutella? type. What is it? And I even like hazelnut, and I don't like whatever that thing is. It's a consistency thing. And I also am not like just, I don't know, squirting that chocolate syrup Hershey's sauce into my mouth, and I feel like it's kind of same, same, but different. See, I don't really like chocolate. I mean, not that I dislike chocolate, but I never like seek out nah. e- eating candy bars and stuff like that. But I, I like Nutella. That checks out. What do you mean? I feel like you would like your Nutella with your um, plain Pringles. You should actually probably try that. I bet that would be good. Like like the sweet, salty mixture of the yeah. potato chip. I, but see, the Pringles don't hold up, and there's nothing in this life that makes me angrier <laughs> than a crushed than up when Pringle. I, th- no, that when I do <laughs> a crushed up Pringle also, yeah, you just unlocked a new thing that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> but at least then you could just dump them in your mouth. Oh, fair. But the thing that I hate most in this life is when I try to dip a chip in something and the chip does not hold up. Like if you go to a Mexican restaurant and they have the thin chips that can't withstand just a dip in the salsa... <laughs> I'll, I'll raise you the fact that I saw over the weekend somebody trying to this, like all of these weird dips because it was Super Bowl. So everybody was like, you know, trying to do their Super Bowl content on what to bring, what kind of dips to bring to your party. And the one that I saw that actually made me want to jump off a cliff because I was like, this is it. I, I'm out of influencer land for forever. Like count me out. Yeah. It was martini dip and it was 
cream cheese with gin and olive juice mixed in, whipped together, put in an olive glass with sea salt and olives on top. And I have never wanted to have a visceral vomit reaction to watching someone put gin inside of cream cheese. If you show up to my house with that in your hand, I am flipping your little tray over and asking you to leave immediately. I'm drowning you you in gin. (laughs) I'm going to close your nose and waterboard you. (laughs) Waterboard you. Please leave a message after the tone. This is about my poop-eating dog. He eats poop, likes it crunchy, you know. Then he'll go find poop and eat poop and say, quit eating your poop. Message deleted. <laughs> I hope this guy calls every day and <laughs> leaves us really another message about, about his poop-eating dog. I mean, have you ever thought that maybe you're the problem? Pick up your dog's poop. Why is it eating it? Like, it's probably just client trying to clean its home. It's probably like, man, I'm living in filth. Help. Feces everywhere. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Did you ever have anything stolen from you when you were younger, Audrey, that you still remember to this day? Like, I can't believe that that got taken from me because I, as a young man, there was a pellet gun that was shared by my brothers and I, and somebody stole that pellet gun. And that still sticks with me to this day. And then there was another time where a PlayStation 2 got stolen out of my house. Or maybe it was a PlayStation 1, whatever. It was what? early on. It was a PlayStation that we had that we were using for gaming, me and my roommates. We had a party at the house. Somebody stole the PlayStation. And that really made me mad because I had previously stolen that PlayStation from my place of work. And so I felt like I was entitled to that PlayStation. How dare you, somebody you steal it You stole first, Finders Keepers. That's right. Oh, man. Uh, right. There's nothing that comes to mind that was immediately stolen. But in Girlland, all of our clothes get thieved from friends and things like yeah. that. So that's just the first thing that I think of. I definitely ever had a, a double down, a double stolen PlayStation from myself before. When, yeah, I mean, that's pretty odd. It's not nearly as odd as this story, though. There is a single mom. Her name is Amanda. She is a homeowner in Orange County, Florida. She discovered that her concrete driveway had been stolen. What? Mm, yeah, yeah, the trouble began when she listed her house for sale and several contractors measured the driveway in response to her request from someone claiming to be the landlord named Andre. Okay. After a quote was provided, the person claiming to be Andre stopped communication. The following week, the whole driveway was gone. They're like, what? How do you even steal a driveway? And what do you do with a stolen driveway? What do you do with a stolen driveway? Can you resell a whole new stolen driveway? Can you, like, melt down concrete? And- I don't think so. <laughs> You just break it up? It's not you that, smoosh it back it, into, like, powder form? It's not cocaine or gold. It's just not that valuable. It's concrete. Doesn't it seem like it would be more of a to-do to steal the driveway than just to, I don't know, was steal a, some money? Was it a small driveway? I mean, it wasn't so big that you couldn't steal it, but it was still a driveway. Hmm. I'm thinking this is more like a sidewalk. Because how do you steal a driveway <laughs> without... Like, are you a drunk? Do you How do you think- not hear your driveway being stolen? So, that's another good question. Do we think that this is a scam? Do we think, because she set up a GoFundMe and is obviously oh, talking about this absolute now. Absolute scam. Is this, okay, so we're, I'm falling for the scam, you aren't are. I? I'm such a mark. I'm like, this poor single mother is out here. She's had her driveway stolen. We need to help her out. Meanwhile, everyone's like, Andre and Amanda are for sure in on it together. Also, are you just a big dummy? Like, what do you mean? You have, like... I have so many questions about this. What do you mean you just allowed somebody to come measure your driveway? This is the only thing that they cared about. 
And then like, that's it. They were just like, yeah, man, like we're contractors for Andre, the elusive Andre, whoever he is. And like, hey, come on by and just get some measurements for your your driveway. Also, when Andre he- in and of itself, very suspicious. Other than Andre the Giant, there's no one named Andre. Andre, last name? Is he like Seal? Just no, Andre. It was just Andre. Yeah. 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 Do you not know your landlord's name? <laughs> I have just so many questions. You know what? I, you know, you guys tend to victim blame more than I do, um, and sometimes I'm the victim that you guys are blaming, which I don't, I don't appreciate. But, but here, in some cases, you got to go. You deserve to have your driveway yeah, stolen, I mean, lady. I don't know you deserved it, but you did not deserve it. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot com.